0: Welcome to Future Stories, a podcast from the Journal.ie. We're partnering with Volkswagen, a leader in automotive technology trends, to look to the future one topic at a time. Throughout the series, we're exploring everything from meal times to housing to your weekly supermarket shop, and speaking to innovators and changemakers. This time on Future Stories, we're looking at the future of housework. So I'll be introducing Dublin's first robotic butler and exploring a future when we will have personalised smart homes that will know what we want even before we do. It's estimated the average adult spends 3.5 years of their life cleaning, but this could all change as housework becomes robotic, app-driven and mobile. So to start, I've caught up with inventor Mark Ollynick, creator of the world's first automated smart robotic kitchen that can learn recipes, cook and clean up after itself through its robotic arms.
1: This is the Molly robotic kitchen. Designed to fit into a regular kitchen, it can cook any dish from anywhere in the world.
2: My talent is definitely not in the cooking area. So I can't create a new dish. I can't put interesting flavor on the table. So that's why I try to um, I try to get it possible for people like me. For example, w- when you want to eat very nice and let's say tasty, low calorie, and freshly cooked food, yeah, and you don't have enough time, this is a good product for me because generally I can press the button, I can choose the recipe, I can wait 20 minutes, and finally I can get fresh spaghetti with maybe freshly cooked um, tomato.
0: The aim of Mark's creation is to put a five-star chef in your kitchen, and former Master Chef Tim Anderson has been helping Mark with his design by allowing Mark to record his movements in the kitchen with motion capture gloves on. Okay,
2: you can meet Tim Anderson now in this kitchen. So this is his motion and his dish. So he say he's fully satisfied about the quality of food. So it's definitely the dish which he, he created before.
0: That's Mark demoing his robotic arms at work, just after they learned Tim's precise movements through the motion capture gloves. But what I find a bit unnerving is that the robotic arms are so human-like in their movements. As I watch them dashing around the kitchen, cooking and cleaning up, it feels like I'm watching Tim, as the arms have not only learned Tim's cooking skills, they've also learned his mannerisms, such as his human-like pauses and his gestures. And as we continue to talk, I learned that Mark's motion-capture technology means I can have anyone's arms in my kitchen, even my own.
2: Any chef, they can record uh, their motion, they can record data, uh, how to create the recipe, and after, robot can cook it.
0: And in one of his promo videos, he demonstrates how this technology could even allow us to enjoy recipes from deceased relatives.
1: My name is Alex. This is a picture of my grandmother and I. She was a brilliant cook. I can find again the taste she taught me. I will never forget her and neither her recipes.
0: So how far are we from owning a kitchen that can cook us world-class meals and clean up after itself? Mark tells me that provided his creation passes all the necessary regulation, he is aiming for a launch date in 2019.
2: We have a couple of ongoing negotiations with with a um, property developer and they, they they waiting our launch date to see the product.
0: Mark is unsure how much exactly his kitchen will cost us consumers when it launches. But I have heard a rumour it could be about 75,000 euro. However, as it gains popularity, manufacturing costs will decrease. And Mark believes that eventually most of us will actually be able to enjoy his creation or a version of it at least.
2: Of course, the first product Every time it's expensive, but I hope we will do the price optimization soon after that, and we will release the maybe less functional, but more cheaper version.
1: More and more of the things that we come into contact with in our daily lives will start to be connected to the internet. My name is Professor John Barrett, I'm Head of Academic Studies at the Nimbus Research Centre at Cork. Institute of Technology, and we primarily work on what we would call the hyperconnected world, the areas of the Internet of Things.
0: The Internet of Things is essentially the concept of connecting any device to the Internet, whether it's your robotic kitchen or your home thermostat. And John believes that as we incorporate more and more of this smart technology into our homes, we'll see a future where we're living in personalized smart homes who know what we want even before we do. So, for example, our kitchen might know what meal we like to sit down to on a Sunday afternoon. Or it might know how hot we like our bath water and run us a bath. But it is John's concept of a hyper-connected society that blows my mind. And as you'll hear later, I'm shocked to learn that Ireland is at the forefront of this movement. Put simply, John believes that by sharing the data from our smart homes with our neighbours' smart homes... We'll create wider, smart communities where our houses won't only know how to accommodate us, but also how to accommodate our friends and neighbours.
1: More and more of the things that we come into contact with in our daily lives will start to be connected to the internet. The home could collect weather data. Your home could collect data from your appointments, but that's whether you're going to have people visiting. And so when you come home, the heating is on earlier because you have a friend visiting who prefers the house to be warm perhaps warmer than you do. So out of consideration for your friend, you up the temperature?
0: I up the temperature or the house?
1: The house does because it knows you have a friend coming who prefers a higher temperature.
0: How does it know that when the friend doesn't live there?
1: Because you've agreed up front that you will effectively share the, the information of your community. Oh. Or your community of friends.
0: Weird. Price. Right. <laughs> <laughs> John loves talking about the implication of a hyper-connected society.
1: We've seen the huge tragedies in California of fires spreading so quickly that people can't escape. Perhaps if you had an entire network
0: monitoring how these things are spreading. And as I've mentioned, it's likely that we in Ireland will be the leaders in this new frontier.
1: It's a quiet thing that many people aren't aware of. um, But we have one of the best new ICT technology development infrastructures in the world now,
0: I think. But back to housework. John believes our smart houses could also help with our chores by learning our consumer preferences and doing our shopping for us.
1: There's many, many areas where your preferences in food, drink, clothing, anything effectively that you consume can be learned.
0: So would the home maybe like ordering new food when the fridge is running low or new clothes when my clothes are running low? Or is it just saying you need to go and order these things?
1: I guess it would be advisory to start with, but you can envisage a time where you hand over some of the control to the home.
0: Mm -hmm. So that's the future, a smart robotic home that can learn our preferences and do some of our chores. But what's available now? To find out, I'm meeting a friend who's overseeing the construction of a new trendy hotel in Dublin 8 that will be employing a robot to do their chores So, can you tell me what you're working on
2: here? Um, At the moment, we're building a um, a new hotel.
0: Cool. Can you show me uh, the kitchens and show me rent? Yeah, sure. The hotel that's being built here is called the Aloft Hotel. And this chain, originating in Silicon Valley, prides itself on catering to a tech-savvy customer base. So now it's come to Dublin.
2: At the moment, we're up here on the seventh floor of the hotel and I'll bring you down to the kitchen. One of the cool um, features of this uh, hotel is there's going to be a robot which will actually bring the food to the rooms so the chefs will prepare it up here in the kitchen. You'll put the plate down on top of the robot. The robot will go and actually call the elevator itself, the lift, and get itself into lift, go down to whatever floor it is and come to your door and it will be able to automatically ring and let you know you're outside the door and you can then collect your food and it will whiz back up.
0: The robot they'll use is called Butler, and he's already proved popular in their American branches, especially among children. To look at, Butler is a bit like a Dalek, who's been repainted to look like he's wearing a tuxedo. Butler also has a hatch, so he can deliver towels, food, or whatever room service guests require. And his face is a tablet which it uses to interact with guests. When Butler arrives at your room, he calls the room phone to let you know it's there. But what I find most amusing is that Butler will forgo the traditional tip for a simple retweet of its Twitter handle, hashtag meet Butler, or so I've read. And this area of advertising is where our smart future gets tricky. So I've gone back to John. Do you know then in Ireland, is anyone sort of put in charge of maybe the ethics of all this data collection. I know that was an issue you've raised in your TED talk before. What I'm referring to there is an example John gives in his TED talk of a future scenario where we have chosen to use smart heart monitors in return for a cheaper quote from our health insurance companies. However, in return, the companies use our data and target us with individually focused advertising, which, of course, can be annoying.
1: We're working closely, say, with psychologists, behavioural scientists, and sociologists in this whole area to make sure that what we're doing um, ties in with what people actually need and will produce benefit. And I would hope that we're also looking at as an an example of ethical use of this technology for societal benefit. And I think more and more technologists are doing that, and more and more technology companies are as well. I would hope for the best.
0: With so many advances in smart home tech, we could conceivably hand over control of everything from cooking to cleaning to knowing when a doctor's appointment is due within just a decade. But the level to which we hand over that control is still very much up to us. Subscribe to Future Stories on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts for updates on our next episode. Thanks for listening. Future Stories is brought to you by thejournal.ie in partnership with Volkswagen, who are the forefront of automotive technology trends, including autonomous driving, in-car connectivity and electric mobility. Volkswagen, we make the future real.